following is a production of Word Alive Creative Arts. Welcome to the podcast of Word Alive International Outreach in Oxford, Alabama, an apostolic center for transformation and freedom. We pray today that you will be blessed and strengthened by this powerful message. Before I get started today, I just just want to kind of talk to you just a minute because this is going to be a little bit different today, okay? Uh, I have a word from the Lord, and this is not a sermon or a preach, but, but I could. Who knows? right? Uh, but I really know that the Lord gave me this word a month ago. So I'm going to share it with you, and it's going to have to bear with me because it's gonna, we're going to go on a journey. It's a three-part word, okay? Is everybody with me? Give me a yes. Okay, okay awesome. Uh, but it has to do with all in Alabama 2020. The word does. Now, this, this actually started with Papa Dan and I uh, had begun to talk about this when, when Pastor Kent uh, started to release this for uh, All in Alabama 2020. And this, this word is not a word just for us right here. It's for the triumphant reserve in Alabama and for the whole state of Alabama. Okay? Okay? So uh, I just want to start out telling you, like I say, this is, y'all pray for me because I, I don't want to preach. I want to kind of get somewhere. Is everybody with me? Yes. Okay. All right. So, uh, so this started a month ago, uh, and Papa Dan and I had a conversation about some things, and, and I'd been really praying into it before I went on vacation. And uh, um, my wife and I, Lori, we, we go on vacation every year about the start of the Hebraic New Year. We've been doing this for years, but we didn't realize that it was at the Hebraic New Year until we got on the Hebraic calendar. And it was very, it's a very significant time in our lives because we don't get a lot of time off. We both work full-time jobs, and uh, we, we just go, 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 right? But we take this time very seriously and when, we, when we get together because what we do is we do a, a self-examination or uh, we, we take and look at where we're at. Are we circling upward? Are we spiraling downward? Or are we flat? We do this as individuals. And we also do it as a couple. I think it's very healthy if you do it as a couple. Yeah. I really do. I mean, I, I really, I really, I know it's, it's meant so much in, in our lives. And so what, what do we need to work on? What is the Lord telling you? What is the Lord telling me? And so it's a very, very important time for us. And uh, so our vacation looks like this. We go to the beach normally. We get an umbrella and two chairs and take books with us. And we vacate. I'm talking about we don't do anything. Okay, that's vacation to me. All right, and so, and so on this on this vacation uh, a month ago, we were at Navarra Beach, and uh, uh, is, it was a Tuesday morning. It's a Tuesday morning, and uh, we get up, and and of, of course, Lori now she gets up earlier than I do, and so uh, had my coffee and different things, and so she gets up and she puts her running shorts on and she goes to run. Because Lori, uh, this is my little red-headed wife right here. Wave, Lori. Wave. <laughs> I know. I know. It's hard to believe, isn't it? She's married to me. That's my wife. But she gets up every morning about 5, 30, 6 o'clock, and she, she, she runs. She's a runner. And I run some, but not like Lori. And Lori, Lori's been training for a half marathon. So even on vacation, she's running. Me on vacation, I'm 
vacating, okay? And so that morning that we get up, I, I was drinking coffee, and she takes off, and she comes back, and by the time she comes back, I've already had about a pot, okay, a coffee. And so um, she comes in, and we're talking, chit-chatting and everything, and, and it's probably about 11 o'clock during the day, and it's really hot outside, and we're just talking about her run. And uh, so she goes upstairs to change, and just like this, I just felt the Lord just nudge me. And, and when the Lord does that to me, I know it's the Lord. Because when I run, and I run walk, that's my time with the Lord. I can hear clearly. I can see clearly. And I've done this for years when I run. I can see. If I walk, I can see and hear. And I felt the Lord say, come, come away with me. Yeah. I thought, okay, Lord. Okay. And I'm sitting there drinking my coffee, and I'm looking outside, and, and I just feel that nudge. So I start getting my, my, my tennis shoes on, my shorts on, and Lori comes downstairs. She said, what are you doing? I said, I, I got I to go run walk. And she goes, uh-oh. I said, I know. I said, but I really, I really feel I, I need to do this. And so as I, as I began to go outside, it was a great day. It was about 98 degrees, though. Okay. <laughs> and so I said, okay, Lord. Here I am, because I can't wait to commune with the Lord. I don't know how, how many people in this room have a, has a place or a way that you just connect with the Lord. Okay? If you've got it, don't lose it. And, and, and listen, and if you don't have one, find a way. Okay? It might be mowing the grass. It might be washing dishes. It might be, I don't know what it is, but I've got to be moving. Because, see, God moves. I said, God moves. He's not a monument. He's, he's a movement. Okay? And so a lot of times when you move, God's speaking to you. Yeah. And so I said, okay, Lord, so I take off. <laughs> and as soon as I take off, and I hadn't ran in about a couple of weeks, there was a 30-something mile an hour wind blowing in my face. And I'm running on a bike trail, and I'm like, no, no, I need to turn around and run with the wind. But Lord had told me to run to the, the end of this place and then come back. It's about four miles. So I take off, and I'm running, and the wind is blowing harder and harder. And I'm like, okay, this is good, Lord, you know. And all of a sudden, I get about halfway. And when I get about halfway, I was going to stop and walk the rest to the, where I was going to stop at. And as soon as I slowed down to stop, just like that, I heard the Lord say, keep plowing through. And I said, okay, Lord. And I started running again, and as soon as I got about another half mile to my destination, I said, okay, Lord, and I was going to start walking again. And just like that, I heard the Lord say, keep plowing through. Keep plowing through. I said, okay, Lord. I knew it was the voice of the Lord. And finally, I made it to the end where I was going to stop. Of course, you know, I'm, you know, I'm dying, you know. I'm like, okay, Lord, what, what's that about? Like, what, is, what is that? You wouldn't let me stop. You wouldn't let me quit when I wanted to quit, you know. You wouldn't let me. What's this plowing through? I knew the Lord was trying to tell me something, and I said, okay. So I get my breath, and I start walking back. I start walking back to where I started because I was about halfway through of my journey, my run. And... Uh, I, I get about 500 yards from where I had stopped. 
I have never done this before. In all the years I've ran, I've never done this before. I get 500 yards from where I had stopped, and I heard plowing through, plowing through. And so I'm doing this, and all of a sudden, I just turn around like this. And I, I looked back. I started walking backwards. I kept looking back. And as soon as I took a few steps looking back, I heard the voice of the Lord. And it was out of uh, Luke 9:62. And just like that, I heard the Lord say, Jesus says, any man who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom. That's what he said. You know, of course, of course I'm like, oh, Lord. You know, and I'm like, you know, I, wouldn't even, I wouldn't even peek over my shoulder after that. Right? I mean, it just, it just fell on me. But as soon as he said that to me, I said, okay, Lord. I knew he was trying to tell me something. As I turned around, I had an open vision. I had an open vision. I don't know. If, I, that's the way the Lord speaks to me. He speaks to me, you know. Voice, then he speaks to me in visions and dreams. I'm a seer, so visions is the way he speaks to me a lot, okay? And as soon as I turned around, immediately I had this vision, and I saw Elijah and Elisha. In my mind's eye, that's the way I saw them. And I saw them, if, if we could probably put this up there, uh, it's in First uh, Kings 19.19. 19. Thank you. As I saw Elijah, I saw him the first time he met Elisha. That's the way I saw it in my mind's eye. Okay, and it says right here, so uh, talking about Elijah. So he found Elisha who was was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen before him, and he was with the 12th. Then Elijah passed by him and threw his mantle on him. And he left the auction and ran after Elijah and said, Please let me kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow you. Love this. And he said to him, Go back again, for what have I done to you? That's what Elijah said. So Elisha turned back from him and took a yoke of oxen and slaughtered them and boiled their flesh using the oxen's equipment. And he gave it to the people, and they ate then he arose and followed Elijah and became his servant. And stop. There's a lot to that. I, that. That's a whole message right there. Okay? I want to stay there, but we, we, we can't. Okay? All right? I, I will say this. When he, I want to go back. When he, when, he, when he found him, what was he doing? Plowing. And as, as soon as I saw that, that scripture came up. And he had his hand to the plow. I said, okay, Lord, what does this mean? Plowing. Keep plowing through. He said, plowing represents praying. If you're reading the parables in Matthew 13, it gives the four parables of the soul. What does that represent? It represents the heart of the men and women. Soul represents your heart in the word. What What does praying, what does it do? It breaks up that hard ground. It breaks up that foul soil. See, it breaks it up so the seed could be sown. That's what praying does. That's, what, that's, that's the reason that you, you hear people say, you know, I, I came to the Lord because I had a praying mama. 
I came to the Lord because my grandmama wouldn't let me go, right? Why? Why? Because, see, that's what, that's what, that's what praying does. It breaks up that hard soil. That's what it does. And I said, oh, Lord. I mean, I'm just, I mean, I'm walking. I'm like, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So the Lord says, number one thing, all in Alabama 2020, and this is not just for this place. This is for the Triumphant Reserve in the state of Alabama. And anybody watching, the first thing that's got to be done, this has got to be laid with heavy intercession. It's got to. That's the word of the Lord. It's got to be laid with prayer and heavy intercession in every county. And then let me say this to you, and I told Papa Dan this, and, 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 and I love talking to Papa Dan. I, I steal so much stuff from him, I, I, you know, and, and, and he, he gives it to me too. But, but I told him, and this is, this is what I saw when I was praying about this. I saw thousands of people, thousands of people all over this state getting up in the middle of the night. I saw a vision with people laying in the bed praying. I saw people getting up, walking around their house praying. I saw people beside their bed praying in the middle of the night. Can you just dream with me? Can you see it? Thousands of people getting up in the middle of the night praying for a move of God to happen, for the kingdom to come. I saw that in the realm of the Spirit, and it's going to happen. People, people say, well, well, I can't be a part of this. I can't travel. I can't do this. No, yes, you can. You can pray. Say, so what do I pray? Pray whatever he tells you to pray. And if you don't know how to pray, pray in the Holy Ghost. My God. Listen to me. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's, some of you have never been woke up yet by the Lord. But I'm going to tell you, you know when the Lord wakes you up. I'm telling you, it's what's going to happen. All in 2020 Alabama, there's going to be people that's going to get up in the middle of the night. They're going to be a part of something. See, this is bigger than us. My God, I'm going to jump out here. I said, this is bigger than us. Listen, this is about the king and his kingdom. Come on now. That's what this is about. This is not about word alive. This is, this, is not a, this is not about a church. This is not about a denomination. This is about the king. His name is Jesus. If you don't know, we're in a movement of God right now. We are. I'm telling you we are. You can't deny it. There's things happening right now. There's, people's prayed for years and it's happening. Because of praying. Because of praying. This place wouldn't be here if it wasn't for, for, for prayer. Mama Maddox is on the front row. Kent's mother. You don't think she didn't pray a many a night? Huh? Papa Dan sitting right there. Pastor Ken will tell you right now. He said, let me tell you something. I believe Papa Dan's praying them prayers over me again. Because <laughs> prayer works. It, it works. But plowing represents praying. Listen. I said, okay, Lord. What, what was this? You, you wouldn't let me stop. The Lord said, when you start, you, you got to finish. I said, when we start this, we got to finish. That's the second part of this word. Because, see, there's an anointing to finishing. See, we serve the great finisher. My God. What did he say? What was his last word? He said, it is finished. Listen. Listen to me. It's all in the Bible. Paul says, hey, i got to finish my race. There's an anointing there. Now, I know along the way we get tripped up. Somebody gets in front of you, and there's a race we're running. That's what the Word says, right? 
But you've got to start somewhere, number one. <laughs> you've got to start somewhere. You can't run a race sitting in the stands. My God. Now listen. But it was so clear to me. I know I called Papa Dan and I told him this. And, but I'm telling you, we start this. We've got to be all in Alabama 2020. Everybody watching is part of this. The people were here last week. What about last Sunday? Was that not just amazing? Huh? My gosh. So here I am. Y'all still tracking with me? So, so here I am, and I'm, I'm, I'm walking back. And I've got this word. I'm like, we've got to have heavy intercession, and we can't stop. And I'm going back to the room, and I'm like, oh, Lord. And I'm walking back. But see, right before I got to the room, I felt the Lord sitting on me. Now listen, if you ain't never had the Lord sit on you. See, I picked that phrase up from Dr. Patio. I mean, she was my mentor. And uh, I'd call her. I'd say, Doc, what's going on? She said, you better hear me. She said, God, he's sitting on me. And when she'd say that, you better believe it. And then she'd go get along with the Father. And then she'd go tap into the realm of heaven. And she'd come back out. And she'd get a strategy. She'd get something from the Lord. So I felt the Lord sitting on me. I knew he had more. And, and, and I said, okay, Lord. I just felt the Lord. And I get, up, I get up into the room. And Lori's in the room. And I come in and... And she, she looks at me, and she said, uh-oh. She looks at me, she said, what did the Lord say? I, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, the Lord's still sitting on me. So I tell her what the Lord said. Then I had to tell her, I said, babe, that's just part of it. I said, I'm being honest with you, that's just part of it. I said, I, I feel the Lord sitting on me. And I said, I don't know. I, I said, I didn't have a full download let me just stop here. This is just going to talk to you a minute. I don't know how the Lord does you. I know how he does me. Okay? A lot of times he'll give me a full download. I write it all down. Then sometimes he'll give me a vision. I write it all down. And then sometimes he'll give me a part. And then the other part's like breadcrumbs. It is. It's like, okay, I go here. And he goes, oh, yeah. I want you to go here. Then I want you to go here. I want you to call so-and-so. Come on. Come on now. See, here's the thing. you got to find what, how the Lord speaks to you and how the Lord tells you things. Okay? Because every, everybody, we're all made different. Right? And so, so what happened on that day, I knew the Lord was sitting on me. And so I, I get up and, and Lori, we go to the beach and, and uh, I get my books and, I, I, you know, the umbrellas and the chairs and... I look like a pack mule, you know, going to the beach. But we're going to stay out there all day. That's just what we do pretty much. And so uh, as I got out there, I was reading a book called Ecclesia by Ed Savasso. I was reading it for the second time. How many's read the book? Just th- throw a hand there. It's okay. Come on. It's okay. Awesome. Listen, I encourage you, if you're going to read a book in the days we're going into, that's your book, okay, by Ed Savasso. I was reading it for the second time, and the book started to come alive more the second time than the first time. I mean, it, it blew my mind. I mean, I've got every page. I, I, 
I turn every page. That, you know, there's something good on it, right? Every page has something good on it. And so I get into this book out there. As soon as I open the book, I get my book, open it up. And as soon as I open it up, I've not been there 10 minutes in the chapter I was reading. And just like this, I hear, I hear the Lord plain as day. Look up Bill Johnson. You know who Bill Johnson is? Okay. I love Bill Johnson. Love listening to Bill Johnson. But I hadn't listened to Bill Johnson in months since last year. I hadn't. And uh, I just kind of laughed a little bit. Put the book down. Got my phone. Clicked on Bill Johnson. And as soon as I clicked on Bill Johnson, there was a, like a six-minute little clip. Double portion. Just listen, track with me. When I saw that, the same vision that I saw when I saw Elijah find Elisha came back up again. The Lord said, that's it. I said, oh, Lord, okay. So then I went to, I started digging. Right? Come on. See, the Lord talks about a treasure hunt in the Bible. That's what that's about. Treasures of just revelation, what he's trying to speak to you, how he's trying to talk to you. And so, so I, I started you know, getting, looking up everything. So I go back to Elijah and Elisha. If we could go to um, uh, 2 Kings 2.9, I think. Okay? Yeah, okay, see. Okay, yeah, just keep it right there. Just keep it right there. I'm going to go with this, okay? Because I want you to just track with me. So I said... So I started, I started studying about Elisha and Elijah and what happened. You know, in 1 Kings 19, it says that he threw his mantle on him and he followed him. He said he became his servant, yeah. right? Then later on, as you read this, you'll find out about uh, Elijah and Elisha. And what happened was they were, they were moving, by the way. Yeah. Go read it. They were moving. They, they, weren't stay, they, they didn't stay in one place. The prophet was moving. The man of God was moving. So what happened, can I just stop here a minute? Let me just tell you about something. The kingdom of God is always advancing. See, the Lord, I wrote this down a month ago on this trip. The Lord said, the, the church, we've been on defense, not offense. But the kingdom is always on offense. We're always advancing. See, it's time for us to take the fight to the devil instead of the devil trying to take the fight to us. Why do, we give, why, why do we give him so much credit? When, listen to me. My Bible says that Jesus has all authority and power. If he's got all, Satan doesn't have any. The only way he has power, if you get in agreement with him. My God. Listen to me. Places we're going to go into, we're going to need the power and authority of Jesus, of the Holy Ghost. That's what we got to have. It's time to quit making excuses about, oh, well, the devil did this, and the devil's got me here. Now, listen to me. Just listen to me. We're calling the Bible overcomers. My God. Huh? Because, see, it says power and authority has been given to the believer. My God. Okay. Whew. My God. Mm. <laughs> Whew, man. So... So here's the deal. So the, the prophet Elijah tells Elisha. He said, listen. He said, we're here in Gilgal. You stay here. I'm going on to Bethel. 
Elisha says, he says, he says, as surely as the Lord lives and your soul lives, I'm going with you. You're not leaving me here. That's what I tell him. You're not leaving my sight. I'm serving you. You're not leaving me. I'm going to be honest with you. Just kind of just throw this in there. It, if a prophet of God told me to stay there, I'd have probably got my feelings hurt, number one. I'm very sensitive. I'd have got offended. Right? But he knew. He knew. No, I'm going with you. You can't leave me. I'm going with you. But here's the deal. So then they go to Bethel. They get to Bethel. And, he, and he, Elijah tells them the same thing. He said, listen, it's been great and it's been wonderful. Thank you for serving me. You stay here in Bethel. You know what Bethel means? Bethel means house of God. It would be so easy just to get stuck in the house of God. Mm. <laughs> Think about this. A prophet said, you stay in the house of God, right? But see, that's not what he's supposed to do. See, there's something, when God, when God leads you to do something, you've got to go what God, what God says. And he says, no, 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 no. Surely as the Lord lives. Surely as your soul lives. I'm going with you. He goes, okay, we're going to Jericho. So they go to Jericho. Y'all know the story. So they get to Jericho, and he says, whew, okay. You stay here in Jericho. I'm going to Jordan. Elisha says, nope. I'm going with you. I said, I'm going with you. And then they start their journey to Jericho. Track with me. And they, they get to the, the River Jordan. <laughs> when they get to the River Jordan, Elijah, the prophet of God, takes his mantle off, hits the water, the water parts, and it says they cross on dry ground. And it says when they got to the other side, you got to realize something. He hadn't left his sight. He served him. He was with him all the time. All the time. And he's still with him. And they've been on a journey. How many people here has been on a journey? Come on now. If you're at War Live, you've been on a journey. Right? And so they get to this place across the Jordan. And when they do, I love this. He's like, I mean, Elijah knew this is, this is it. This is the last place I'm going. Really, you go read it. And then he looks at the person that's been serving him. And he says, okay, what can I do for you? What can I do for you? And Elisha, I love this. Elisha says, I want double what you got. I want double what you got. I, I, I want that double anointing. I want, I, I want double. Because, see, he saw, and he was with him all the time. He saw how the man of God did things. Okay? I mean, you can read it. You know, he called fire down from heaven. and Go back and read it. It's, a, it's beautiful, right? But, but here's the thing. He said, I want double. And, and the prophet Elijah said something. He says, you've asked a hard thing. You've asked a hard thing. Why was it a hard thing? 
to see, can I tell you why? Elijah could not give him double what he didn't have. See, if I have, if I have $100 and you say, Scott, I want 200 I can't give you double. Elijah knew he couldn't give him double because he knew the only way you get double or an increase comes from the Lord. It don't come from man. That's true. And he said, you've, you've asked a hard thing because I couldn't give it to you. There ain't but one person can give it to you, and that's the Lord. I said, that's the Lord. Don't miss this. We get all messed up in all this a lot of times, okay? You can catch, you can catch some things, but I'm going to tell you something right now. The increase comes from the Lord. We can't take credit for it. Man can't take credit for it. Amen? Okay. So he says, you've asked a hard thing. This is what he's told him. Don't miss this. Nevertheless, if you see me when I'm taken up from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. And then it said, then it happened as they continued to talk. Then it happened as they began to talk. A suddenly, my God, a suddenly happened. We're going into a seasons of suddenlies, by the way. Listen to me. We're going into a season of suddenlies. I know this. I know this, okay? My God. But listen. Listen to me. The only way you're going to get that season of suddenlies, you can't get stuck in Bethel. You can't get stuck in Jericho. Because we've got to get to Jordan. Do you hear me? If you're going to get that suddenly, you've got to get in a place to receive suddenly. Okay? My God. Now listen to me. Love this. It says, suddenly a chariot of fire and horses came out of heaven. And it got between Elijah and Elisha. And Elisha that had followed him, that had served him, had done so many things. He kept his eyes focused on Elijah. Focused. Okay? And all of a sudden, it says that he went up in a whirlwind. So he went up in a whirlwind. He says, as he went up, he cried out, my father, my father. You can read it. And he says, all of a sudden, the mantle fell on Elisha. And he picked it up. Listen to this. See, the thing about when he went up, that's when the Lord took the mantle from Elijah. And the Lord put it on Elisha. Don't miss that. He put it on. And, and listen to me. Just listen to me. I never saw this. He said the, the mantle fell. And he said Elisha picked it up. He could have not touched it. He picked it up. And, it said, and then he said he was given a double portion. He was given a double portion. Now here's what the Lord told me. In this, just listen to me. This is the word of the Lord. This is the last part of this word. The Lord said, Elisha, don't miss this, had many tests serving Elijah. Did many fruitful things. Many fruitful things. I'm talking about, you can imagine traveling with a prophet of God, right? But he only had one assignment. He only, I said he only had one assignment. I said he only had one assignment. Watch him go up. The Lord, the Lord said, 
We've got one assignment. All in Alabama 2020. We've got one assignment. And, and it's tied to the double portion. That's the word of the Lord. That's the word of the Lord. I'm telling you. We've got one assignment. All in. All in. And it's going to take us all. It's going to take everybody. And you say, well, it's, it's tied to the double portion. That's what the Lord said. I'm just telling you what he said. Okay? And, and, and I, I said, Lord, the double portion, it's important. The Lord said, yes, it's important. It's important. Here's the thing about a double portion. There's a lot of responsibility that comes with a double portion. Can't miss this. Read in Deuteronomy what happens to the, first, the firstborn son. In the family, he gets the double portion of the inheritance. Not because he's more special than the other children. He's given responsibility to take care of the family. There's responsibility that comes with a double portion. And it's just not just thrown out on anybody. It's not just thrown out on a people that's not going to steward a double portion. The double portion of the anointing is serious business. The double portion of the anointing. See, the, the anointing is not for you. The anointing is for you to help other people. Come on now. See, see, the anointing blesses. Authority bills. Come on, listen to me. You've got to get a hold of this. The anointing and the gifts of God. The gifts of God are not for you. To build your kingdom. My God. They're for the king to build his kingdom. Listen to me. Listen to me. We've got to get a hold of this. The Lord's going to pour out a double portion of his spirit, of the anointing. We're going to see miracles. We're going to see, we're going to see things. We're going to see the dead raised. We're going to see, we're going to see people saved that there was no way they'd be saved. Now listen to me. We're going to see, we're going to see that people come in here sick, they're going to leave another way. They, they are. And, you see, and there's a double portion of, 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 of just provision too coming. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I know they are. Why? He said, well, well, you're talking about that prosperity thing again. Yeah. You know why God wants to bless us so we can be a blessing? Don't get all tangled up in all that mess. Listen, he blesses us so we can be a blessing. We're a people of double portion. My God. Man, listen to me. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. I'm just telling you. You just get ready. Just get ready. And what's going, what's going to happen, you're going to look up one day and you say, wow, I'm blessed. I have a, my neighbor's got a need. My friend's got a need. I'm able to help them. I'm able to help them. Going, they going, they, they, some of you some of you's going to be connected to ministries that you've got double portions on your life. There, there's going to be ministries that all across the state of Alabama... All across the state of Alabama and, 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 and nations, it's connected to a place of a double portion. This place has been prophesied a place of a double portion. Why? Because can I tell you what I believe? Because the Lord knows Pastor Kent, he'll give it all away. Right? He'll give it all away. Right? Because, see, he wants to see the kingdom come. See, the kingdom, let's just listen to me. The kingdom of God. The will of the kingdom is for heaven to invade earth. That's it. But see, this is a beautiful thing. 
Elijah and Elisha, that was also time of a transition. From, from, from a church age to a kingdom age. Or a church mindset to a kingdom mindset. Okay? Now, I know Pastor Kent said something the other day about this. And, and, and Papa Dan, we, we talked about this. And I've been studying some of this. The thing about it is, the church is the agent in the kingdom. The ecclesia is the agent in the kingdom. To see the kingdom things from heaven to take place on this earth. That's the reason we got to get outside these four walls. That's right. Come on, somebody. We got to. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So, all in Alabama 2020. We've got to pray. Heavy intercession. Everybody's included. I mean this. Number two. We start, we can't stop, we got to finish. Number three, we got one assignment. One assignment. All in 2020 Alabama. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen, I'm telling you. And I was, I was really praying into this thing, and, and uh, I woke up, woke up this morning. We got in last night late, and I woke up this morning about 3 o'clock, and the Spirit, as soon as I woke up, the Spirit of the Lord just put this scripture in, in my spirit again. And, and he's, he's done this probably for the, the last two weeks, probably every other morning. And the scripture comes out of uh, Matthew, Matthew 3.11. <clears throat> and it says, it says, John the Baptist talking. Indeed, I baptize you with water and to repentance. But he who is coming after me <laughs> is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with Holy Ghost and fire. Holy Ghost and fire. Listen to me. We got to have the Holy Ghost and fire. All in Alabama 2020, we can't do it without the mighty Holy Ghost. You hear me? We can't do it without the mighty Holy Ghost. We can't. It's time that we're a people that's not ashamed of the Holy Ghost and fire. We got to be a people that's, that's on fire, that's ablaze. We got to be a people when they say, hey, there comes one of those uh, 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 triumphant reserve people. They're on fire. Come on now. Listen, it's going to happen. This has been a presentation of Word Alive International Outreach, 122 Allendale Road, Oxford, Alabama. Reach us by phone at 256-831-5280 or at our website, wordalive.org. This has been a production of Word Alive Creative Arts.